Welcome to the Yarn Barn. Good morning or good afternoon, everybody, wherever you are listening from. My name is Liam, and uh, you may have heard of me before. Uh, if you're uh, if you're new to this, and um, yeah, my name is Liam Sorrell, the founder of the Australian Dads Network, and uh, and the I suppose creator of this little podcast here that we've got going on. So um, we are. We are just waiting on uh, Wilma to to jump into the podcast and uh, get started here. But for right now, I'll give you a bit of intro into what this is all about. This is a uh, a conversation that we're going to have with Wilma, who is uh, who works for the Australian uh, uh, the West Australian Association of Mental Health, and uh, and she has graciously uh, requested to jump on board with us to have this conversation, which is around topics that I think we all need some uh, some some guidance on from time to time and that's communication stress and obviously the, the the third one there is is sex and it's basically around what women want so we're going to get the uh a female perspective on on how all these things can interact with our our lives and this is uh speaking of lives this is our first live recording of the podcast so i know that there's uh there's a couple of you guys in already which is really cool uh, what we're doing now is just waiting for the technology of this system to to come and help us out here. So um, once Wilma jumps on board, we will be going straight into the questions. If you've got any questions that you want to ask of uh, of Wilma, then please chuck them into the chat. We will be able to get you guys in if you want to dial in and uh, and and have a conversation with Wilma yourself. Ask her any particular questions. You know those questions where like, oh, you know, just asking on behalf of a mate. It's not it's not an issue that I've got. <laughs> those are the questions that you can ask. Thanks, Chris, for your um your your little reward you gave to us. You gave us love hearts, and now you're a number one. You're, you've got a number one medallion. Appreciate you jumping on, mate. We would just like to take a moment to thank Connect Groups WA for their support of our podcast and organization. Connect Groups WA has been helping groups since 1983 by providing practical assistance and support in the community. Their mission is to help people help each other, connecting the community through building support groups that aim to combat isolation and give hope for the future. With a focus on peer support, Connect Groups provides links to community networks and information, assists with group development and management, and offers individual and group skills training. They believe in fostering empowerment among peer support groups, allowing people to share their experiences and offer emotional and practical support to one another. At Connect Groups, their vision is to create connected, thriving communities guided by values of leadership and courage, connectedness and inclusion, advocacy and support, and compassion and hope. We are proud at the Australian Data Network to have Connect Groups as a supporter and thank them for their dedication to improving lives and communities in Western Australia. So if you are looking to connect with others and build a support group, be sure to check out Connect Groups today. All right. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. We are, we are here 
the the technology of, of these sort of apps still gets to us um, and you know but we do prevail and we're not going to let this conversation uh, slip away from us so Chris thank you for your patience and, and I appreciate you already putting in your message uh, on regard in regards to your mate obviously um, Wilma how you going hi hi everyone good to have you here yeah, excellent to have, excellent to be here, Liam. Awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, I think uh, we we are just going to kick off here straight into it. We'll just get it right into um, into the conversation. But um, just slightly before that, if you wouldn't mind, just so we can get a bit more familiar with who you are. Uh, yeah. Why you've you've jumped on here? Uh, can you give us like the the thirty thousand foot? Um, you know, introduction on Wilma. Yeah. So my name's Wilma Edwards and I work for West Australian Mental Health Services, um, but my background is um, counselling and family therapy and I've worked with families, I've worked uh, in relationships, I've worked overseas. I was in Cambodia for uh, two years working as um, working in the area of, of human trafficking and then worked in detention centres as a specialist torture and trauma counsellor. But my real passion um, is for relationships and, and I, re I was talking with someone yesterday and we were, we were just talking about uh, the whole subject around relationships and, and I really believe that um, getting relationships right between, particularly between men and women because there is so much misunderstanding, um, can be just so helpful and to be totally transparent, um, before I became a counsellor in my younger years, um, I had a lot of difficulty with relationships and had several marriages that had failed um, and really, you know, really had to get my act together and um, really learn about about the differences between men and women and, and effective communication and not just doing a bolt every time uh, I didn't like something. So I've, I combine a lot of life experience and also a lot of professional experience. So I've, I've now been um, with my husband for 30 years, so it kind of might tell you a little bit about um, my age, but also um, I've also been working a, as a, as a counsellor and a specialist mental health trainer um, and, you know, doing all that stuff in the mental health field for almost 30 years as well. That is, uh, that is some introduction, that's for sure. If you've, you've experienced a lot and, and, and obviously, um, you know, been through a few, um, I suppose, heavy conversations, I imagine, and, and yeah. so you know, part of our conversation today is, is around that, is around that communication and uh, and obviously that's an area that you're, you're clearly a specialist in. Um, 
so with our topic here, and obviously just quickly, we, we are we are live, so we are we are going out live at the moment. So we we will get some people drop in and drop out, but uh, throughout that too, we'll probably get some guys uh, comment and, and put some questions in there on the fly. Uh, if anyone if anyone dials in or wants to dial in, we can do that as well, and yeah. uh, and have a, a live conversation with somebody. Um, but I just, I suppose, what if we start off with that communication piece, and um, you know, and and for for a lot of blokes, it's really hard to understand. Um, you know, when we talk about emotions and things like that, yeah. it's, a lot of guys still um, don't understand what they are. You know, for themselves, yeah. how to process yeah. them, how to communicate them. But yeah. when you think about it, from um, you know, from in a partnership, in a relationship where, um, you know, the partner might be a bit more open to communicating about emotions or, you know, expressing those emotions. For a guy that doesn't understand his own emotions very well, yeah. how, does he, how does he be involved in that sort of communication around, uh, around those emotional issues and, you know, and, and avoid that typical mentality of a guy where it just wants to fix something? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a they're great questions and comments and um I wish there was a really quick fix for it and that's that's a sort of a, a, a blokey thing to say. Um but uh I think one of the things how we could start off with is just being really open and transparent and and if 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 a guy can just say to to his partner or his wife, look, I'm really struggling to to understand what's going on here, and and under, and struggling to understand how I really feel about it, even just saying that will open a conversation which can also help him. Um, Something that I do a lot of training in um, is around communication and around um, things like anger and stuff like that. And so I don't know... um, if if you're familiar, Liam, with what, what we call um, the anger iceberg. So sometimes when someone gets angry, it's because, so that's the tip of the iceberg, but underneath there's a whole lot of other emotions and there might be guilt or embarrassment or shame or um you know feeling really anxious but because sometimes a person doesn't understand what is beneath the anger they'll just react angrily or they'll be annoyed when deep down you can ask yourself what am I really feeling here am I feeling embarrassed or am I feeling you know fearful because if I if I do this thing or say this thing you know my partner might leave or um, you know am I feeling rejected am I feeling so getting in touch with with what we really feel is really about being able to self-reflect and giving ourselves a bit of space going, okay, like I feel really angry, but why do I feel really angry? Or I feel um, I, I, I'm feeling something, I don't understand what it is, but giving yourself a bit of space to to 
to look beyond what the feeling is. What are some of the thoughts um, behind this? Because usually there's some thoughts before there's some feelings. So first of all, I always encourage people to understand themselves. And sometimes we need some help with with understanding why we are like we are. Um, and so having a talk with a with a trusted friend or colleague or or getting some, you know, professional help with a counsellor just to work through, okay, like I react like this, I'm not sure why I do, um, can we explore that? But asking, even asking or admitting being vulnerable can go um can really help in in a relationship because we don't have to be um the the person that's you know i know everything or i'm in control of everything or i'm i'm the strong one in this because being vulnerable can also be an incredible strength and it's also something that is very appealing to women but it's different from being needy. I don't know if that totally answers your question but keep firing at me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. It, it definitely does. It does because you know I think for a lot of uh, a lot of us blokes, we we want to, we, you know, we've got that ability to fix things, and and vulnerability is probably you know the thing at the very bottom of the toolbox that's gathering <laughs> dust, and you hardly use it. Probably needs yeah. a bit of WD forty to make it actually really effective, and and that WD forty is probably um, you know is probably having that conversation with with a trusted person like you said as yeah. far as you know i don't know how to do this I, you know yeah. these are the things i'm feeling i don't understand it you know i think most most people uh, most guys in particular only really can label you know maybe six or seven emotions yeah. and we know that there's a whole galaxy out there of emotions and, yeah. and we don't need to know all of them but no. you know if we can from those six or seven emotions that we can we can actually name if we can feel those where they yeah. are in the body if we can if yeah. we can communicate how we um, how that impacts us and and how to provide um, solutions to to um, I suppose uh, work through those emotions when they're coming and understand what maybe is triggering those and and having that conversation with your partner I suppose is, is probably a really great start to um, to to understand those emotions because that's a, that's that trusted person, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I definitely hear you on that one. I think it's I think it's a great start because um, the communication is is one of the biggest things that we struggle with, and especially with with those with those emotions. And um, so for for the for the guys that do struggle with listening. Yeah. You know, that's that's we talk about communication. I think the first thing most people think about is talking. Yeah, you know, what is communication? Oh, it's just talking to people. Yeah, yeah. but there's also the listening part. Oh, the you know, how listening. Do, what do you what do you suggest for guys when when their partner is is uh, is wanting to talk about emotions or wanting to talk yeah. about a particular situation uh, problem? Uh, maybe yeah. it's a relationship problem or or something that's fairly you know potentially heavy. Um, yeah. How do guys listen? How should we listen? 
listening is probably the most neglected but important skill of any communication at all. And often often a woman will say, I, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you, I just want you to listen to me. Um, and so the, the, the most important thing is to close your mouth. And as much as you want to say something or, or defend or um, comment or fix, one of the best things that you can do is just sit, listen to what, what she's saying um, and then kind of repeat it back. We call it active listening in counselling. Um, so she might go, oh, I'm really angry with you. You know, you said you were going to help me around the house and you and I feel really overwhelmed and, you know, I've got so much stuff going on. I've got the kids. I've got... I've got bills to pay. I'm really worried about um, financial things and, you know, she can go on and on. And then when there's a space, what the most helpful thing is is that the guy can go, what I'm hearing that you're saying is that you're feeling really frustrated. So validating how she's feeling or you're feeling, she might she might not be feeling frustrated. She might be feeling overwhelmed. She, so she'll go, oh, no, I'm not frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. And it's like, oh, okay, so you feel overwhelmed and you feel as though you would like me to help you more. So you're actually repeating back what she said uh, but you're, and, and, and again, it's got to be timing and all that, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, if you cannot react to what she's saying by, oh, I always help you, you know, I'm, I'm working my backside off as well and I'm stressed as well, put aside what you're feeling at the moment and just listen and go so... So once you actually validate and, you know, say something like it must be really hard for you with, you know, you've got the kids going on and, and um, there's a lot of stress at the moment, that's validating how she's feeling and that will actually um, really hit her in a, in a good way. It will be like... Oh, he's listening to me. He's acknowledging how I'm feeling. He's um, validating some of my concerns. You don't have to fix it, you know. Now, you might have to have to both brainstorm some solutions later on, but right now you're listening. And then it's like asking a question, what can I do for you right now that's going to help you to feel better? Or... How can I help you um, in this situation? And she might go, oh, like I'm okay, but I'm really happy that you listened to me. Um, so it's always about just taking a few deep breaths. Don't, if you cannot feel attacked or defensive or, um, you know, that you have to fix it. It's just like, um, you know, there's there's a reason why she wants to, com she wants to communicate with you 
Um, if she seems troubled, don't assume that, you know, I'm fine or whatever you want is that's not her final answer. So don't let it drop. You know, say, look, I really want to, I really want to work through this. I really want to help you with this. I really want to get a solution that works for both of us. So it's about listening, uh, listening to how she's feeling, reflecting that back to her, and then working at a solution that's going to suit both of you if that's what she wants. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, a lot of that comes down to that um, uh, just just it's really hard I think is is from, uh, you know, my personal experience yeah. at times when you do want to just go, what do you what do you mean like i yeah. i contribute Don't i do this I, I, i've you know you know do you ever know where the washing machine is like i do all the what you know all that sort of stuff it's yeah. it's very easy to get under the defensive and i yeah. think um you know that first part of um active listening for a lot of guys will be just hold it in yeah. focus on listening and yeah. and understand that you know your partner is communicating something with you that she wants you to know and if you're yeah. talking you can't you know it's it's it, it it's in, it's really hard to listen when you're talking. So, you know, and, and I've been in, in situations where I've had to do that and then afterwards, you know, it's it's been a really calm conversation but afterwards um, uh, Alison, my wife, has said, you were really trying to hold back saying something, weren't you, during that conversation? I was like, oh, yeah, I was active <laughs> listening <laughs> and she could tell but, but she appreciated yeah. it too. She yeah. was like, thank you um, for letting me just vocalise what was going on. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, talking about counselling as well is is the, um, you know, is, is that conflict resolution and a lot of that sort of creating that, you, you mentioned it as well, is, is, is having that uh, conversation around, you know, those rules of the engagement of yeah. this conversation. You know, what are we going to do to make sure that this doesn't explode into something? You know, yeah. having a conversation where it's calm and peaceful and, you know, and some of those um, those really easy things for us to do in that moment around, you know, just um, what's it called, um, like fair fighting rules, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. You yeah. know, being Absolutely. able to just not blaming anyone for anything, yeah. not, you know, not making up other stories or insulting anyone. It's just, it's just being calm and, yeah. uh, and working through the process together. Yeah, that's right. It's exactly right, Liam. And the other thing is too, when, when these conversations come up and I've, we've had it, um, I had it when, you know, when my husband was, was working and he would come home and then I would be straight like, oh, this, 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 this and this. And he'd just say, look, I need some space to just relax first. Um, so that was something that I had to learn as a woman, not to just um, hit him with all the frustrations that had gone on that day. He needed some 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 man time to just um, you know to 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 just come home, get rid of what was happening in his day, 
so and relax first and then so this timing of conversations is also really important particularly with a difficult conversation or a heavy conversation if you're tired if you're hungry if you've had a lot of other stuff going on um, external to to that um, it might not it, it's not probably a good time to have a difficult or a heavy conversation and but rather than just going I don't want to talk about that now it's like you know what I'm I really want to have this conversation with you I'm just right now I'm exhausted what it, whatever it is or hungry or um, you know, I, I just need some time. So how about we make some time to actually sit down so I can fully listen and be present to what it is that you want to talk about. And so delaying that conversation until it's, it's, a, it's a good time. Now, if you do it in, in a way that, that, you, that conveys that you are very serious about having and very interested to have that conversation, she will wait. You know, if it's something really serious and can't wait, it's like still take a few minutes to just let I'll be I'll, I'll just be a couple of minutes. Just let me get a drink and just go and take a few deep breaths and just calm yourself before going back into that into that um, into that conversation because you know when when there's some potential confrontation or whatever that that can be a very vulnerable time so yet you, you really need a bit of a bit of time to gather yourself or and 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 vice versa um, if you've got something pretty serious and heavy um, that you need to communicate to your partner or to your wife. It's really important that she hasn't just come from disciplining the kids or or having had a terrible talk with a teacher at school, um, just waiting for the, that time when um, it's going to be okay to sit down and talk. It's like it's the same with children. You know, the best time to discipline a child is not when you are really angry because when you are really angry, sometimes you will say something or do something that you're going to regret later on. So it's taking that space to calm, um, to, you know, to, to gather yourself, to centre yourself, to just go, okay, you know, uh, just to mentally prepare yourself for for whatever that conversation is, you know, and particularly if it's a difficult one. Yeah, hundred percent. That's um, I think a good way to lead into one of the questions that we've got here in the in the chat is uh, is around. Um, it's going to move into our next topic, which is, uh, I think, a combination of all three of the main topics we're going to talk about today, communication, stress, and sex. So this com this comment may be able to us to sort of include all three of these and, and slowly start transitioning into, into the next two. But um, 
it's, I don't know if you can see it uh, there, but I'll read it out to you anyway. And it's, it's, it's a question for a mate and it's, it's, um, you know, it's uh, wife. Uh, uh, my, my mate's wife says that one of the things that gets her in the mood for some adult playtime is when she sees me interacting and playing with the kids, bingo and blue style. Not sure what blue style is. We might need to get yeah. some um, clarity on that. But um, yeah. so the mate is is in the moment playing with the kids and laughing with the kids. Uh, but unfortunately, as a stay at home dad. Uh, the the person the the guy's mate looks uh, yeah. after the kids all day, and then yeah. once the kids are at uh, uh, at school, well, now the kids are at school, lunches yeah. in the morning and afternoon routine um, happens, and so by the time uh, his mate's wife comes home, he doesn't have the energy to to do uh, the adult playtime. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> I suppose we're, we're talking about energy there. We're talking about, you know, maybe being able to communicate uh, as well around, you know, how that looks for for him. And, yeah. and also, I suppose, um, you know, I'm thinking some of that longer stuff down the line that's, that starts to add into our third topic that we're, we're going to touch on today is around that stress. You know, the more yeah. that sort of continues on, the more stressful those situations become. What do yeah. you, what do you yeah. think about that? Well, I think he's absolutely right, totally about, you know, those things that get a woman in the mood um, are the little things, you know, they're the things where she sees, you know, her husband like playing with the kids, you know, doing all that stuff with doing little things around the house, being, being thoughtful, they're actually the things that... Um, because for a woman, um, sex starts in the head. That that that's basic. That it's pretty basic, but it, it that um, that's the truth of it. It's not about you know. Um, mostly for a woman, um, sex will start by a woman feeling. Um, feeling feeling really good towards her man um, because he has shown her that he actually cares about the things that she cares about um, but in in that in saying that there are things that and and we talk about stress um, there so he, I mean, from 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 the comment, it sounds like he's then now exhausted from from all the stuff that he's had to do, and then by the wife, the time his wife gets home, he doesn't have the energy. And I think that's okay to communicate that and to go, you know what? I know I know what it's like now for for when you say I'm just exhausted I don't feel like having any sex because I'm just I've got no energy I get that now because I'm experiencing that same thing that doesn't mean that I don't love you it doesn't mean that I'm not attracted to you and can we we need some time for just us so why don't we plan, you know, and I think this is a really good thing to do is to maybe even schedule. I know it sounds like it's not very spontaneous, but 
when you've got kids, when you've got a lot of stuff going on in your life, you've got to schedule some together time. And that might mean um, a day when you go, okay, like Saturday we're going to cancel, you know, we're going to get – the grand the grandparents to take the kids to sport or whatever you and I are going to go out and have a really nice breakfast or lunch and we're going to just have some time together and that is something that you look forward to and in a woman's mind she's got like wow he's he is making time for me and so she can also get her head in the right place he's got the energy because he hasn't you know he you've both scheduled the time but um the whole thing to do with um with sex is that um look often women very rarely initiate it um and and she never seems to want to start it, but um, she will actually look. Women are physically wired to really crave sex less than men do, but they enjoy it just as much. Um, and it's just it's a woman does need anticipation time if we go back to my um, comment before about sex starts in the head um, generally and I'm, I'm generalizing um, I know there's a kind of a whole thing about makeup sex and all that but really a woman needs to have her head in the right place before she's ready um, ready for physical playtime so in answer to um, the chat question, I think, again, it goes back to that whole communication um, about saying, you know, that she might be ready for it and he's not ready for it because he's absolutely stuffed because he's been, you know, running around all day after kids. But to communicate, you know what, I really, you know, I want us to have a really great time. Let's schedule some time when we're both we've both got the energy so it gives her that anticipation time. It gives him that time to have his energy um, back. And it's all about removing that stress um, that can really distract you from that so scheduling as much as it doesn't sound very um um what do you call it uh as much as it doesn't yeah as much as it doesn't sound very spontaneous um and there is absolutely room for spontaneity um to just have a regular date night or something that both of you look forward to and you, that you can prepare for i think is something that is really really important and that's not just that's that's a, a weekly or a fortnightly um or whatever it is however you want to schedule that but also then to schedule a big break where you can really connect 
um, that is really important as well. So that might only be once a year where you both, you go away for a whole weekend somewhere um, or it might be every, you know, few months, however you can, however you can arrange that, just the two of you. Um, so to have a regular date night or date day uh, and then have um, you know, a, a time where you've got, you know, maybe one or two, two days, if you can, if you can do it, where you just got each other and time for one another and have those, you know, those are scheduled things. They're really important things to keep your relationship, um, to keep it really, um, really alive. Because, you know, nowadays it's like finances, um, you know, the, the stress of kids and look, hey, you know, I've, I've, got, I've got children, I've got grandchildren, I know what it's like um, and I know how stressful it can be but you have to make that time um, to, to build on your relationship and not let the, the – the everyday life overwhelm it so that you both like crawl into bed every night. You're both exhausted, um, and you're just not connecting. Yeah, uh, I can resonate with a few of those, um, especially as a, as a young dad, um, you know, a new dad. I can definitely appreciate a lot of that, and you know, for for us as uh, as new parents when we were going through that that stage you know that burnout was a big thing for us and you know essentially i think for a lot of a lot of uh, parents in particular is you know moving straight back into work after having kids and and then going through those motions and you know with a lot of uh, a lot of people in regional areas in particular don't get the opportunity because there's just not the resources around for the babysitters or you know daycares are, are fully booked and uh, and all that sort of stuff so yeah. i think it's although i put something in the comment there as a top tip is is date your wife you know, I think yeah. that's it's really important to yeah. to consider it's, it that way. You know, it's like yeah. you've been married for you know five, ten, fifteen years, whatever it might be, but you can still date your wife and treat it like it was. You know, it's still fresh and healthy. And 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 I think with just some of the challenges that some people face, uh, you know, maybe it's um, budget, maybe it's the ability to get um, carers for the kids yeah. to to go and do that date nights or date days and things like yeah. that. But um, being creative, think about something that can be creative and, and, yeah. and, and, and going through that process because that could be something that adds to the fun of it as well is going, yeah. let's, how can we make something happen with the kids here and, and do yeah. something fun? Um, and, you know, to the, to the comment that was put in the chat about wanting to have um, the wife watch him play with his kids that could yeah. be part of it maybe it's a maybe it's a morning out with the with the whole family yeah. and yeah. he sits there with her coffee that he's he's got for her and and he he plays with the kids you know and, and that could be the start of what eventually potentially could turn into a, a a nice easy saturday afternoon while the kids are napping or something like that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's about being Absolutely. creative too isn't it yeah it's you know it's such an important thing because you know we can we can get so busy and so distracted particularly nowadays you know because there there is so much distraction and 
And, you know, we all need reassuring. I mean, you know, often, um, you know, like, you know, a woman will ask, you know, oh, do you love me? Even though you, you just said, oh, I love you this morning. Um, you know, often women do have an underlying insecurity about whether their man really loves them, whether they still find them attractive. She might have put on, you know, a few kilos and it's like, you know, she's feeling not great about herself um, and and he's she thinks you know am I am I still you know I'm not the size eight that I was when when we first met does he still find me attractive um and you know so when that latent insecurity is triggered um you know women will often then be preoccupied with with getting the relationship back on track um so, you know, she might then, the, the risk is um, if, if, she, if she approaches the man and he goes, look, I just don't have the energy, it's really important that he, um, he just, he says, look, I, you know, I just need to, I need to get some energy back right now. I want you to know that, you know, I really love you. I, you know, I want to be with you and I want you to know that we're okay. And, um, you know, I'll, uh, and let's, let's schedule something. Let's do something um, when, when we've got that energy back. It's always all about communication. And even the, the whole um, sexual desire and all that sort of thing, again, it's about, it's about communicating. It's doing the little things um, that, a woman will really appreciate, and it's things like complimenting her. Um, you know, even if she she's put on a bit of weight, like it's like you know what, you just look great. Like I love, yeah, I know that you're really self conscious about your weight, but you know what, you still, I still find you attractive. You know. Um, you know, you're the one that you're, you're the one for me, you know, that's what she wants to know. Um, the other thing that I want to just talk a little bit about is hormones and, um, you know, that can, that can really be, that it's a big thing for, for women, um, as, as I know a lot of you guys will know, you know, if it's that time of the month. But women's hormones do fluctuate and um, stress can really have a huge impact on women's hormones. So um, when a woman is under a lot of stress, um, or feeling as though she's under a lot of stress, she and stress releases a hormone called cortisol. Um, not just in women, obviously in men as well, but cortisol can really interfere with hormones that control um, the menstrual cycle. So, um, when a woman is under stress, she can have you know quite heavy. Um, menstruation and periods of, of stress can also cause cortisol to suppress the sex hormones and then that affects the sex drive as well. So 
the effect of stress on women um, really it really impacts their emotional well-being. So that's something that is very important that men can men really understand. Um, women also have these kind of involuntary emotional pop-ups that can rise up from the present or past. We don't compartmentalise things as easily as, um, as, as males can and just decide not to think about something that's, that's bothering you. We, it's really difficult for us to do that. And so often we will have, um, we'll have a mass of, of um, if you can imagine a ball of wool that's just in a, in a mess, um, a lot of strings that are attached to other strings that are attached to other things. So sometimes our emotions can really unravel and those strings reach out to a lot of different parts of us. So um, I've seen diagrams where they'll, where they'll show a woman's brain as, you know, this tangled sort of mess of all these strings and a man's brain which is very kind of ordered and here's the work box and here's the home box and here's the kid box and you know and 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 a man can go oh I'm just going to not deal with that right now I'm going to put that in the work box or I'm going to put that in the later box uh it's much more difficult for a woman to do that and so that's why sometimes a woman will be, I want to deal with this and I want to deal with it right now. And then we'll bring up a whole lot of stuff from the past, um, you know, from the distant past, from the recent past and other stuff that it's like, what? You know, I thought we'd, <laughs> I thought you'd forgotten about that, you know. Um yeah, so you know it's a it's a bit of a minefield, but the more we communicate and the more you are vulnerable, the more we can get through it. So it's like you know what I don't I don't know I don't understand why we're, you're talking about that now. Can you please explain that to me? Or um, I thought we'd worked through that, but is there anything else that I can? do or say to to help us to work through this so it's all about staying calm and again communicating those things because when a woman is stressed very very hard to um to initiate any kind of sexual contact because they're just like you know their, their mind is full of this tangled up stuff that they that they want to sort out. Yeah, that's. I was just putting a a, um, a comment in as well. Is just to remind everybody that throughout all this, like the main things, uh, you know, I've been to a couple of little top tips, and and you know that communication is always is always most important, regardless of what the topic is, right? Like it, yeah. it's, it's about being vulnerable, being open, having the conversation, yeah. listening, and uh, and that seems to be the key when we talk about threads um, going through all of these these topics. Communication is definitely is top of the list. Um, without that, you can't really talk about 
uh, sex. You can't talk about stress, yeah. your emotions and all those things. Yeah. And uh, and I think you also to, to, to really tie in this, I just want to quickly, there's a comment here from Rio um, which says you'll have to give this, I think it's referring back to uh, dating your wife. This is uh, to give this a whirl. I have a window of opportunity in the next couple of weeks for a date day or date night for yep. the first time in forever. You know, yep. so, you know, it's just about making that happen and about, I suppose, putting it as an option for the relationship. And, and, and you know, I think we... You know, just to quickly touch on that again, I think is is that we can tend to get into, um, I suppose, just th- going through the motions, and yeah. and as a result, we we neglect some of those things that are really most important to us, and that's having that relationship and and making it feel like it's still as fresh as it was um, yeah. the day you met, and all those kinds yeah. of things, and and stress gets in the way, the kids, uh, you know, get in the way, and I mean that in a nice way, but yeah. you know, just life life happens, right? And and I think it's easy for us to neglect those things, so communication is key reducing yeah. that stress uh, and I think you know for especially when we're struggling to be able to find the time making yeah. the time is really important but but also for ourselves and I think it goes back to that that thing that I talk about a lot is that self-care, self-care. you know and if, we're, if we're both promoting that as as a couple if we're yeah. promoting you to go and grab that thing that you want to do that thing that lights you up go and do that um you know and and same for me i need that space for me to be able to 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 feel good about myself whether it's the gym or whether it's the you know listening to music you know while walking or you know going for a swim whatever it might be everyone's got their own thing um you know that self-care i think would would very much um Um, benefit all of the the other things that we're talking about Absolutely, Liam, and you've hit the nail on the head because, you know, as as and look, I'm I'm generalising and you know being gender specific and all that sort of stuff, but generally, women women are the carers, you know, and we we will often neglect our own self care. And look, it goes for guys as well. But particularly for women, you know, often we're looking after older, you know, we might be looking after a friend, looking after older parents as well as children. So we're, we can be um, erring on the side of caretaking and not taking care of ourselves. And that goes for physical stuff as well. So... Um, as you said, you know, time, some me time is so important for both of you to be re-energised, to, to, to do the things, as you say, that light you up, to do the things that give you um, that sense of, of accomplishment or self-esteem or, um, to, and just to take care of ourselves, you know, to go, oh, gee, I've put on a bit of weight. Like I need, it makes me feel really bad. I don't like it. I don't like how I look. That really affects how I feel about, you know, any kind of physical interaction. I need to do something about this. I need to do a bit of exercise, even though, you know, my husband's saying, oh, I still find you really sexy. Um, You know, I don't feel sexy if I'm, you know, so many kilos overweight and it makes me tired 
it's not good for my health, so I need to do something about it. And then I would say, you know, then can you please help me? I just want to lose, you know, a few kilos. It's going to make me feel a lot better. Um, if you if you can help me, that would be great. Um, and how you can help me is don't um, offer me chocolates and, and biscuits and stuff um, and just really encourage me, you know. Um, in that way, she's being vulnerable. She's giving some, giving the guys some ideas as well as to, okay, you know, she wants to look better and, hey, you know, like, but she still needs reassurance about that. But having that those date times and being creative as you explained and and making it something special you know because like i said before in the woman's in a woman's brain sex starts in a woman's brain um so having those having something where you know her husband her partner's saying you know what um, I want you to go and and, and um, buy a new dress or, or do something that makes you feel really good because I want this to be a really special time for you. Um, that's real. That's going to really create that anticipation in her. And look, it doesn't have to be something that costs. A fortune. It can be just you know, like you said, be creative. Um, whether it's just, you know, we're just going camping in a tent down the road or think about when you were, when you were pursuing your woman, when you were, when you, when everything was fresh and new and what were the things that you did that she absolutely fell in love with you. Um, about and that's that's the same you know it goes both ways um, but yeah really refreshing your relationship is absolutely essential because what can happen and it and it's happened to many many people is that you feel like your relationship's stale it's just you know you're just um ticking the boxes as you said before um just doing the same old same old same old and someone comes along someone maybe in the workplace or you know at at school or somewhere and they start to um pay attention um you know find you fascinating or interesting or, you know, and start complimenting. And then suddenly um, your attention is being divided to another per or, or being distracted to another person. So that's another reason as to why it's really important to work at the relationship and I've had clients say, oh, you know, I, I used, I, I've always believed if you have to work at something, then it's, you, it's not the right person. That is totally not right. Um, you know, we, we all in business, 
we know that, you know, to be successful in business, you have to work at it, you have to build it, you have to put energy into it. And it's the same with relationships. So it's about really valuing the relationship enough to want to work at that relationship, to want to make it the very best that it can be, to be committed to having a successful relationship. And, you know, when we have that, when we when we have that that kind of commitment and we've got kids kids see that they see that and they feel safe and secure within that within that family because even if parents fight or whatever they know they can sense that commitment and that security that that provides within that Sorry, I'm, on. I'm raving on a bit, but <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I think that that last bit really was it was an important way to to close that out because it's um, you know I think uh, having those having those disagreements and arguments um, in a really uh, adult way, not yelling, yeah. you know, goes back yeah. to that communication piece before. Is just not yelling, um, yeah. you know, exploring how you're feeling about that, being able to communicate that. But also, um, you know, I think uh, I can't remember I heard, I heard of it recently um, where if you're having an argument in front of the kids, that's good. You know, they can mm. see that as long as it's effective, as long as it's also got a resolve at the end that's of it. Right. So, that's you know, we right. had this conversation. We did it really calmly. We spoke through what we were feeling um, yeah. and we came to a result without any yelling, without any anything. And so yeah. the kids see that stuff. And then yep. they go, oh, that, that's so that is communication. That is, yep. if we've got a disagreement, that is how we do it. We don't need to argue, don't need to yell, we don't need to slam doors, don't need yep. to run away and never deal with it. We've got to deal with it. We communicate yep. it. We'd be vulnerable, be open about the feelings. And, and and we both come to an agreement at the end of the day. You know, if yep. kids see that kind of stuff, then they have that, they take that with them, you know, yep. for their life. They, rec they yep. recognize that as being important. Um, and then we also need to display that with them as well and give them that opportunity yep. to to be involved in that kind of process uh, if there's a disagreement around whatever, you know, especially I suppose with teenagers, probably more so than, than toddlers, but, you know, yeah. having that having that as they grow up is a, is a really helpful tool for them to be able to function effectively in the workplace or running their own business or just with their own partner when they do get one at some stage as well. Absolutely. You know, we are our children's greatest teachers and uh, if we if we bear that in mind all the time, and but also bear in mind that we're always constantly learning as well. We're learning from one another, and that can be if we have that mindset of you know what my my husband is my greatest teacher. Um, and whether he does something that's right, whether he does something that's wrong or something that I like or don't like, he is teaching me about myself as well. And we're in this for one another's personal growth. And that's the kind of um, commitment that is so important to model to, to our children. It's like, yeah, well, you know, someone said to me when I was giving birth to my, my first child or just after I'd, I'd given birth to her, they, they said, oh, we want you to remember one thing, Wilma. And I said, well, what's that? 
And they said, there is no such thing as the perfect parent. And, you know, that's true. And we do mess up and we do make mistakes. Um, and, but, you know, the, I, I think it's one of the things that, that I so appreciate about my husband is that he will always come to me and he will go, you know what, I messed up, I'm really sorry, I was really rude to you or, you know, I, I know I said that I was going to do this thing and I didn't do it and I, I just, I apologise and will, will you forgive me? And, you know, when he does that, it builds 110 brownie points in me um, it, it, it doesn't, I can take that off the list because I don't know if I've told you about the list that women have, or you might already know about the list. Um, it's in there with that tangled, that, that tangled, um, um, ball of wool. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, women have a list and my husband, I've told my husband about the list and he'll go, he'll, he'll say things to me like, oh, look, I, I'd really like to be able to come to you with you to blah, 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 but look, I just, I just can't do it at the moment because I've got this and this and this. Um, but, and then he goes, so are you okay with that? And I'll go, yep, I'm, I'm fine with that. And he goes, it's not going to go on the list, is it? <laughs> and I'll go, no, that's not on the list because he's checked in with me. He's communicated it with me. He's told me that he really would like to be able to do this thing but isn't able to at the moment. Uh, so that doesn't go on the list. But things that are unresolved go on the list mm. and they're the things that women will drag up um, and they'll, and you know, a man will go, where did that come from? Well, it was on the list and it got pulled up in the string when, when a woman was trying to, you know, was getting tangled up in that stuff that goes on in her brain. Okay. So I've got, a, I've got a question about the list then. So this so, you know, we, we hear it a lot, uh, especially in our, uh, our online Dad's Only Facebook community. Uh, and yeah. I mean a lot. I don't mean like all the time. But it's, it's you know, it, it comes up where, you know, a guy will say, you know, something along the lines of what you just said, you know, like we were having a conversation and all of a sudden my wife brought this thing up which we haven't spoken about in ages. And it's like, well, what's the point of bringing that up? That was in the past. But like you're saying, it's on the list. It's in the it's in the ball of wool and it's yep. there. And it's and I imagine it's not something that is, you know, just waiting to be um, thrown at the guy. It's just one of those things that's there. So, you know, I suppose the, the, what I'm sort of thinking about is – and, and tell me if I'm on the right track or not, but, you know, that feeling of um, when those things come up, it's not – sorry, so the list, we can't sort of sit down and go, you know, for the guys listening now, go yeah. home this afternoon over dinner and say, all right, so I've heard about this list that's in your head of stuff that we've explored <laughs> over the years and yeah. haven't resolved. Um, yeah. Can we go through that list one by one? Because that's that's the guy's mentality, right? Let's, yeah, let's yeah. see this list and let's fix yeah. it. Let's go yeah, through each yeah. one and, and cross it off. We'll sort it out. Uh, yeah. That's just not going to happen. So I'm, I'm sort of feeling that the potential is that it's 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 not going back on the list the list can stay there but yep. it's about going from now 
yeah, we're having a conflict or we're having a conversation, it's yeah. let's work through it and resolve it yeah, now so that it doesn't right. add to the list. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And look, if something, as I said before, sometimes women will have those involuntary emotional pop-ups that, you know, that, that'll pop up from the from the past um, and, you know, for for the man, it's best if he, he he doesn't say, "Look, I oh, don't think about that," or "That was, you know, that was that was ages ago," um, because that's really physically or mentally impossible for most women to not think about that once it's popped up. So it's about um, if that window's open, help her to close that that window by encouraging her to take whatever action is necessary for her to resolve that concern. So as you say, um, anything from now on, try and get it resolved as soon as possible. You, you know, it might not be an instant resolution. It might be, um, okay, look, I'm, I'm really interested in talking about this a bit more. I'm, I'm, I've got this other stuff I've got to deal with at the moment, but let's get back to it. Um, and and what you know, how can we resolve this now? Um, so or, you know, back when when we come back to it. So whatever. So if it's a, an old thing from the past, if if there's something that can be done to get that off the list, great. If it pops up, if it doesn't pop up again. Um, it might not be high up on the list anymore, but there are, you know, there are some things, particularly if there are things that have made uh, that that the woman has felt really insecure about, they are things that really could do with resolution as soon as possible. So, yeah, don't add any anything else to the list and as they come up, don't try and go, yep, yeah, let's go through the list. Deal with them as they come up, if they come up. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I like that. And uh, and I've made a note of that to <laughs> remind myself <laughs> of the list from time to time. Um, I think I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, we could probably, we could probably look to, as everyone's listening, we are live, obviously, uh, or maybe not obviously, but we are live. And yeah. uh, if you're listening to this in, not on the 9th of February, you are not listening to it live, so don't try and call in. But I think this is a timely one and I didn't realize it until this morning. And I think a lot of guys that listen to this, hopefully before the 14th of February realize that it's Valentine's Day that day. Um, mm. and, and so I think this is a sort of a, a timely reminder to, uh, to have those conversations. And, and I think just to, as creating some opportunity for some takeaways for the guys that listen is, you know, for those guys that maybe are struggling with the emotions, are struggling with stress, the fatigue, the, um, the, the what feels like, you know, lack of being able to have a conversation with the wife because of all the stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. And then obviously leading to well, potentially uh, a lack of intimacy in the bedroom as well or just generally in the relationship. And, and what I mean by intimacy is, is just that connection but also that, you know, inclusive of sex as well. Um, yeah. you know, so if a guy's listening to this and, and it's like, this is all hitting a bit home for me, 
um, I feel like we need to probably have a conversation about it. How, what do you suggest is the best way to go about starting the conversation um, with with a partner that maybe you haven't been talking about this stuff and, and all these emotions are, and stresses and everything are there? How do you how do you start the conversation about all of this stuff? I think the one of the most important um, one of the most important things to do is to create a time where there's no distractions or interruptions. So that might be really difficult, but it's. I think rather than make sure it's a time when when you're calm or you know. The, the person who's going to initiate that conversation, they're calm, they're maybe build up to it a little bit by um, doing a few really nice things because that kind of gets the woman's head in the right place. Um, so, you know, maybe, you know, helping out where you don't normally, you know, where you're usually too tired but just, again, going right back to that first comment that I made about being vulnerable and saying, you know, I, I, I love you, I'm, I want to spend the rest of my life with you or, you know, um, I am really committed to this relationship and I want to, I just want, I want your life to be the best that it can be and how can I be a better husband how can I be, how can I do some of the things that um, that are going to, you know, that are really going to improve our life together? I think we can only come from our own vulnerability and I, this, is, this is what my husband has actually done with me. So I'm sharing this by experience. I've been a really tough um, probably a really tough kind of person in a way to um, have a relationship with, to be really honest. Um, and, you know, I had to grow up and I had to, um, I had to let go of stuff. I had to examine myself. I had to have those hard conversations with me. And we've got a really good marriage Um But he still comes to me and he goes, is everything okay? Um, are, are we okay? Is there anything that you would really like to do? Is there anything that um, that you would like me to change? And that that is coming from a vulnerable place, but not a weak a weak place. To me, it's a really strong man that can be vulnerable and that can ask those really hard questions, you know, because he wants to grow and I want to grow. So if we, if you come from that, that place of initiating something and maybe going something like, look, um, things have been really tough for both of us, things have been really stressful, um, I, what I'd really like to do is, you know what, I'd really like to reset and I'd really like to take some time out for both of us to really talk about some of the things that we want to change and what we, what we might need to grow in and just be really honest but gentle 
Um, as I said, don't don't try and have these kind of conversations when someone is stressed or tired or busy or you know the woman's got the the unraveling ball of wool going on in her head. Um, it's like make a time, um, do some get do some anticipation, like you know talking about how important she is, how how much you love her. Um, and she might express them things like, wow, you work so much, you know, I feel like, you know, me and the kids don't matter because you're always working. Um, and just having that conversation, yeah, well, I thought that I was working so hard to provide for you, to give you a nice home, to give you that kind of financial security. So when you get that communication going, there are things that, maybe have been unspoken in the past um, and, and insecurities and concerns. Um, and they can be, if a woman feels safe and she feels like um, he, you know, he is not going to leave her or invalidate her or ignore her, she will express um, some of her deepest fears and deepest desires and then that also op opens um, the space for both both people to really share and to, to and that will actually really strengthen the relationship just having those talks. So to me, it's make the space, make the time, make sure that there's no vulnerabilities like interruptions, um, you know, that you can put work, stress, all that stuff aside just for this period of time and talk about really what how much you mean to you know how much she means to you that gets that gets her head right and then talk about you know how do how do we move forward you know how do we how do we resolve some of these things and it's you're a team you know when you're in a committed relationship you are a team and it's it's going to take teamwork to resolve stuff I hope that kind of answered answered your question. <laughs> I think I can sum it up with uh, three words: teamwork makes the dream work. That's four yeah. words, but let's not Perfect. include the um, teamwork yeah. makes the dream work for sure. And yeah. uh, you know, I think I think that's a, a really nice way to to wrap up the conversation because we've sort of gone full circle into the and and come up with that that main theme which we knew was going to be the the main theme which is communication and 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 I think you know if we talk about some of the, the key points that I've taken out of this anyways is you know active listening um, you know self care is is a big one too um, you know dating your wife you know going back to that feelings of what it was like when you first started um, yeah. you know dating and 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 connecting and all those things and bring it back up as best as you can but being creative in that as well depending on your scenarios uh, your personal situations the list i think the list is a big one i had that in the chat as well that's a really nice way to uh, to really understand for us guys what that is like uh, in yeah. inside of uh, a partner's minds and then obviously yeah. to not going back into the list as much 
and uh, and just focusing on on what's happening in the present moment. Um, Two other big things that I took out of this is is vulnerability. Obviously, is a huge one, and it's a really yeah. hard one for for the guys. And I put in the chat yeah. there, vulnerability equals strength, and yeah. I think that's a really it's a really important thing for us to remind ourselves is is it's been tainted that word that it's yeah. a weak thing to be vulnerable. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, and, and it's really not. It is really a strength and it's something that we can really all uh, as blokes in particular is is really uh, open up to that concept because it is it is something that one, our, our partners can relate to and can, uh, when they see that in us, they feel more closer to us as a result. Yeah. And also yeah. um, for us, it makes us open up too and then gives us an opportunity to to see a part of ourselves that is, uh, is really important and it empowers us to be able to continue to have greater conversations with our mates but also our partners and our kids and then everything in between um and i think the i think the the last one that resonated with me which was just what you mentioned before is about making the time so making the time to have the conversation making the time to to spend um in that space that may be difficult and may be challenging uh depending on the the level of the relationship and where it is at at the moment but um making the time to have the conversation about where you guys are at and and what you guys want from the relationship is really important as well and uh and then making the time to to do all the fun things thereafter uh it's it's and you know like you've mentioned it's not an easy process uh, a relationship and especially when you've got all the other stuff that's surrounding that but the more we can communicate and the more we can take the time to spend uh, having a conversation, I think the, the better off the relationship's going to be and, and the kids see that and the uh, you know everyone in our circles benefits. So I really think we've, we've done a really good job of this conversation. Is there anything that you want to um, leave us with, Wilma, before we, before we call it to an end? Oh, look, um, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to, to talk uh, to talk with you, Liam, um, you know, I just, I guess what, what, what is the, look, um, success is a lot simpler than what we think it is with, um, with, um, with women, you know, it's just, you know, it's just um, really that vulnerability is just so important. And as you said, look, it's not a weakness, it's a strength. And it's something that melts women's hearts um, when when they see that their man is vulnerable. It's um, it's something that can really really draw um, a relationship closer together. But look, we've we've covered a lot of. Um, we've covered a lot of miles in this podcast, or a lot of kilometres. Um, you know, and and obviously there's a lot I can go into a lot more depth about about each thing, um, but look, just don't give up on your relationship. And and you know when we've when there's children involved, um, you know, I'll, I'll say this: a woman really wants a man to fight for her, and I don't mean that in. <laughs> you know, in the in the fisticuffs way, although that might have happened, um, you know, a few hundred years ago. But, you know, a, a, a woman will always really respect a man that fights for their relationship. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, for me, it's like don't give up. And I did a lot of 
marriage counselling um, and it was like, you know what, I don't want to take you on as a client if you're not willing to fight for your relationship uh, because I, I believe, you know, that give it your best shot first and if you have fought for your relationship and it still failed, at least you know what you know um, that you've given it your best shot. So, yeah, don't give up. Learn as much as possible. Grow together and make that time to do that growing with one another. Awesome. I love that and I love the conversation. Wilma, um, if anyone wants to, to reach out to you and, and, and have a conversation, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, if, look, um, I think, have you got my, you've got my email, Liam. Mm -hmm. yep. Happy to, happy to um, for, for you to give that, to put that um, for anyone that wants to um, reach out and really, really happy to um have you know give any kind of help that I can as as you know um, I'm the facilitator of the care hub and we run a lot of free training and we do things like communication skills and stress management and there's a whole lot of stuff um, and you know I'm, I'm going to start doing some parenting things as well so uh, I'd encourage you you know if, if, if guys have got uh, a couple of hours free time, you know, get on the Care Hub, um, join in the free training. We love having men in the training. Awesome. We will put a uh, or I will put a, a link to the Care Hub in in um, in the description for this podcast and and put it into our Facebook community as well, so guys can get involved and have a look. Uh, it is a really great community. And, uh, and and there's a lot of value added in there by, uh, by Wilma but also by a lot of the other contributors yeah. in there too. So I definitely encourage you guys to get in there and have a look and get involved in some of those programs. Wilma, yeah. thanks again for your time. Really appreciate it. No and, worries. Uh, and everyone that's listening, thanks for jumping on board. Uh, that's it from us. Yep. Welcome to the Yarn Barn. We're out. Thank you, Wilma. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.